Welcome to episode 81 of Joy Sounds Music You Need to Know, where we bring you the brightest independent artists. I'm your host, Chris Sampson. Joy Sounds is presented in partnership with Music Connection. Music Connection has been an invaluable resource to the entire music community since 1977. Be sure to check them out at musicconnection.com. Today, we feature LA-based pop-punk band Sad Park. Starting out as a high school band, Sad Park has gone on to have numerous sold-out shows in LA and has toured the West Coast, all while amassing over a million streams of their songs. We talk with Graham Steele, Sam Morton, and Grant Bubar of Sad Park as they are currently releasing singles in preparation for a new album. Also during the show, we'll hear three songs from Sad Park. We'll hear I Should, In My Head, and Over and Over. So let's begin this episode with I Should by Sad Park, here on Joy Sounds. I just don't feel the way I should. Why can't I be glad? Why can't I be good? And that was I Should by Sad Park. And it's my pleasure to welcome to Joy Sounds, Graham Steele, Sam Morton, and Grant Bubar of Sad Park. Hey, guys, how are you doing? Good. How's it going? Oh, it's going great. What a pleasure to meet you. And thanks so much for doing this. Really appreciate it. Yeah. What a great song. So this is a fairly recent single from you, I Should, right? Yeah, fairly recent. 
been longer than. <laughs> oh, okay. All right. I think it actually it came out in like April. Yeah. It so we're coming up April. on like eight months on that. In uh, in pandemic time, it was very very. Recent. Yeah, time yeah. has no meaning pandemic in, time in quarantine. It's been a few months. In the context of the pandemic, this is a very recent, very fresh <laughs> single. <laughs> Just came out. <laughs> called I should. I, I really love the energy with this. And to talk about something that is relevant for the pandemic, the line, I just don't feel the way I should. I think we're all living that right now. I think so. I think especially with everything going on right now, this like very repetitive song, just singing about like, just having to be stuck with like, thinking about yourself right now is right. probably... Probably a lot of people are like, I feel this real heavy right now. <laughs> when you do have that kind of time to yourself and you start resonating with lines like, why can't, why can't I be happy with myself? I mean, that's, <laughs> you're, you're, you're really kind of getting below the surface for some people with this. Yeah. Yeah. I went in on that one. <laughs> <laughs> the other line that, that I can relate to the line, I hate the way I sing my songs. That's such a, a universal thing for so many artists that they can't stand the sound of their own voice in a lot of ways. And I'm just kind of wondering, has that been a process for, for you to work this through as a band and as an artist? I think I'll just, I think there's something even no matter what, I still love and appreciate like musically what, what I do. I think there'll always just sort of kind of be a thing in my head that's like, ah, like it's good, but I don't sound like, like these people that I like. Mm. But like at the end of the day, I just have to be like, that's okay. I just, I, we sound like us. So tell me a little bit about the story of the band. How did you guys come together and what was the beginnings? So I, I, uh, I started it in high school when I was like uh, like 16 or 17. It is a funny story, actually, because um, I was in a band before that, and our band broke up. This girl who I went to high school with just knew that I kind of sort of played in a band, and she was like, oh, well, like my like Jewish youth group is looking for a band to play our, <laughs> like, our event. <laughs> Do you want to play? And I was like, uh, yeah, sure. I'm totally in a band. That's totally fine. That's a thing we can do. <laughs> and so uh, I went to my friend Jackson and this kid we went to school with named Victor. And we were like, okay, we're a band now. Let's just write music. Mm -hmm. And so it was exactly a week from the day she asked me. Every single day, the process was go to my house, write a song, practice it, go home, come back, write a new song, practice those two, and then just kept doing that. That's great training. <laughs> yeah, it, it was actually, I mean, it was pretty cool. Band boot camp, it right? Is. Yeah, it's it's it didn't camp. sound really good, but I'm sure like now if we were to do some crazy thing where it's like, okay, now we wrote three songs, practice all three, write a fourth song that day, practice all four. It would probably be, that's gnarly. But uh, so we did that. Afterwards, we were like, this is really fun. We, we need to keep doing that. The joke I always say is that we're a band that's founded on, on lying about being a band. <laughs> right. I always like that. <laughs> Just don't tell became, anybody. Don't tell anybody became, the truth. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. We became a band because I lied to someone and told them I played in a band. But uh and so then after some time, we got a new guitar player and we had a new bass player. And then we ended up moving away from that drummer. And that's when Q and Grant, 
here he comes. He's going to yeah. say, Oh, here we go. Yeah. So, <laughs> uh, I knew Graham because me and Sam used to play in a band, um, that would play with sad park a lot. So Graham and I became friends. We were hanging out and then in like 2017, like fall of 2017 or something. Uh, Graham asked me if I would play drums for sad park, which I did. Uh, and that was good for like a year. It was really good. And we, it wasn't, <laughs> well, we recorded sleep well, This is important because of Sam. We recorded right. sleep and Sam was recording that for us hmm. in like a garage, super duper indie, super duper DIY. And that's how Graham and Sam became super close. So then when our bassist had to leave, we were like, who could we possibly get to play bass? Who knows all the songs? Here he comes. Because they recorded all of them. Here <laughs> he comes. There we go, Sam Morton. Yeah, I pretty much just jumped in. And we had a, a show like that weekend or something. We did. So when I hopped in, it was, I don't know, it was a pretty smooth transition the way I remember it. I like jumped in and it was cool. And we worked and we did it for that show. And then we just kept kept rolling with it yeah it rolled all right so the old saying fake it till you make it applies to this band and worked out pretty well yeah (laughs) i love that i love that everybody just found their place as needed and i also love that it's like and we got a show tomorrow come on learn the song yeah that's that it kind of was like that like i think every member i correct me if i'm wrong grant i think kind of every member joined under like still while we were playing shows yeah i like mean grant joined and there was still a show like the next week or something it, it, like that. i was lucky because i had two and a half weeks i'm pretty <laughs> sure before for a show which i mean i guess for the drummer it's a little more important you know if the bassist misses a couple notes probably go unnoticed but you know, <laughs> the drummer misses some notes. actually not only does it go unnoticed it's kind of expected but we won't get into that <laughs> We don't we don't stereotype about bass players around here, Sam. Sorry about that. <laughs> Sam is Sam though is like probably the best like guitar player in the band, honestly. Yeah. He's fucking amazing. Yeah, that's definitely my main my main instrument, but I don't know. I I've never really like, I'd messed around on the bass before playing with Sad Park, but I honestly I think it's like the funnest instrument to play in a band. I guess maybe just in Sad Park, especially because I don't know, just the way we work as a band, it kind of leaves a lot of room for some real creative bass parts, I think, as well as other yeah. stuff. But yeah, yeah, that's I don't great. know, at least for my end, like we going don't... from guitar to bass and hopping into Sad Park and then writing this album. And I don't know, I was, I've had like the most fun playing an instrument yeah. I think I ever have more than guitar, honestly. Yeah. It's very really creative for me. So it sounds like the personnel is kind of settled in for about the past, what, couple years, it sounds like, if I'm reading this timeline correctly. How has that sort of changed the creative process? How has that changed how you guys work together now that the personnel has been in place for a bit? Uh, at least one thing from my perspective and that we've, I know we've all talked about before is even in the, when me and Grant have been doing music in the past, we're all like songwriters in our own sense. And I mean, most of the songs definitely start off with an idea from Graham. But I do think it's a cool like perspective that we have going on as a band where like even the bassist and the drummer, which I guess you would not conventionally say, you know, are super important to songwriting, but we definitely all I think come together and like really think about how we want songs to flow and I mean it gets a little heated sometimes maybe, but like we all have <laughs> like these songwriter heads, I think, and mm-hmm, it all mm-hmm. I think plays in really well into when we go through our whole creative process and try and figure songs out. 
you guys definitely come across as having chemistry and ability to work as complementary parts. This is a true band, which is really cool. Well, we try. You. We try yeah. our best. <laughs> it's uh, it's not always an easy process, as I'm sure. <laughs> yep. Sam Sam often gets stuck in the middle. I think it's fair to say that. <laughs> I think we all work really well together, especially like even before Sam was in the band that year where it was kind of me and Graham working on a lot of the songs together. Yeah. We, we work well together, but we're also both very stubborn. And so there are a lot of times when it's like, it'll be something stupid where it's like the pop shouldn't be on the and of four. It should be on count four. And Graham's like, no. And like how benign. Well, <laughs> so it, so it gets better too, because Grant like understands it. That's what I really appreciate about this band, too, is that, like, we all approach it kind of differently, but it turns into this really awesome thing because mm. I don't know anything, really, about theory. Like, I got basic stuff now just from kind of being around Grant and Sam all the time. But, like, Grant will be talking to me about something, and I'm like, that doesn't make any sense. Just, like, listen to how you feel when you're playing this, and it'll work out. And he's like, but that's not how it works! <laughs> <laughs> I have to say, uh, coming from the academic world of music as well, myself, I feel that those two approaches are incredibly important and incredibly valid yeah. for somebody yeah. to sort of be okay. able to articulate something that comes uh, very internally and then to be able to sort of process it with the music education and the theoretical concept. That's like best of both worlds. It seems like you guys are bringing out the best of those approaches. Yeah, I think we, we've learned to... to do a pretty good job of it, honestly. Yeah, definitely. And I think it's, it helps because I do think it's something that we've been aware of for a long time, of like trying to keep songwriting feeling very natural and not, at least like the way I see it, and like not think of, be thinking about theory and all that shit and then really oh. just try and keep it organic, but then also at the same time above that in another part of your mind, like understand what's going on and how different progressions function in a song and what you're trying to achieve and what places you're trying to get to in a song and using some of that yeah. music ed side to help fill in way, those gaps. Yeah. The way that I like what we do, honestly, is like, we'll write the song. We write the song and we have the emotion behind the song. And then the next couple months of having that are when we start adding in the things of like, Oh, well now I'm doing this really cool, like blah, blah, blah thing. See, I'm not the one that knows theory, so I can't say what it is. But like, you know, <laughs> you know what I mean? We kind of get what the emotion of the song is going to be from playing it. And that's when we start working in like the kind of technical stuff in between all of that. Yeah. I mean, it really works as like Graham is like the songwriter for sure. And then Sam and I almost act as like orchestrators where it really is like, okay, what's the texture? Like, are we going to change like the the feel of this? Like, how are we going to put like, you know, rhythmic pops in whatever to just kind of put the spice on it, so to speak? Like I said, I think you can hear the result because indeed there's an attention to detail, an element of craft, but it isn't sacrificing the immediacy and the, the emotion of this. And so this is one of the reasons that I gravitated towards, towards your music and wanted to have you on the show. Well done. Keep it up. Go us. Go you and Graham. Don't 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 learn theory. It'll just get in your way, man. <laughs> it clouds you. Never. So the next song that we have queued up is actually off your 2018 record Sleep. And this one is called In My Head. Do you guys have a backstory to this or a little bit of background on this song? I was going through a real, real not good breakup. 
uh, <laughs> during that time, uh, Grant remembers it. Grant was all, all Grant was like just joining the band too. So Grant just joins the band. His friend just gets like so heartbroken. <laughs> oh man. And then I'm like, well, music's my therapy time to write an album. So I, I wrote this song and well, actually I wrote this song before Grant and Sam had joined the band and they, I remember they liked it. I liked this song a lot. Yeah. I really, really liked this song. It was one of the, it was one of the first songs you guys started playing that um, this is act- this is just super interesting that like me and Grant, especially were able to like, yeah, watch what this band kind of was before, mm. like pretty close. Like we played a lot of shows with yeah. Grant for a while. And yeah, that was definitely one of the songs coming out of those first two EPs before the songs from sleep the first album started rolling out that like you guys started playing i remember hearing it at shows and being like would you say that the song in my head helped to shape the direction of that record sleep um kind of yeah definitely i think it was certainly one of those songs that it, it helped me more in a way that that was the first song that i had like wrote like minus the drums our band wasn't doing anything. We weren't like really talking to each other or anything. And I was like, okay, well, like the only way we're going to write a song is if we just write a song. So I wrote the bass line and the guitars and the melody and all all that. And so I was like, this will be easy. I'm just going to give you the songs and we'll just play it. So I think that was a a good thing for the band in terms of like me knowing like, okay, like I can, I, I, I don't have to just sit here and we can just like jam and hope that something comes to us. Like we can kind of write ideas and then I can present it and then we can work on it. This seems like it emerged from a much more deliberate process. Yeah, absolutely. Outstanding. Well, let's check this out. This is In My Head by Sad Park here on Joy Sounds.
And that was In My Head by Sad Park, off their 2018 debut album titled Sleep. I'd like to take a minute to thank our co-sponsor, Music Connection. Through its daily website, weekly newsletter, and monthly print magazine, Music Connection caters to artists, musicians, industry pros, and support services. For years, Music Connection has been known for discovering new talent by reviewing unsigned artists, both through its live performance reviews and critiques of recordings. Music Connection never charges a fee for its reviews. Known for years as the Musician's Bible, Music Connection bridges the gap between the street and the elite. It exists to serve artists and music makers of all genres, offering connections to the unconnected and to provide expert cutting-edge information that can help you take your music to the next level. Whether offering tips on raw survival or exclusive contact lists of industry pros like managers and label representatives, Music Connection is an acclaimed, proven resource for the professional and semi-pro musician. Check it out at musicconnection.com. Now, let's get back to our conversation with Graham, Sam, and Grant of Sad Park. And that was In My Head by Sad Park. Wow, now that you gave me the backstory that this is about a breakup, I'm I'm kind of scared for you, man. Because... Um, <laughs> I, I hear the line every second you freak me out, and it's like the anxiety just like is yeah. is like at the surface. So it was, you know, it's not cool. It's not yeah, I don't mean to pry or into your business, but whoa. oh, go ahead. No, <laughs> the walls. The repetition gives it such an urgency and level anxiety yeah. to it. It's you know, it's a really good effect. Are the tunes that you're currently releasing are they leading to another album, another EP, or is that sort of to be determined right now? New album. I feel like we can say it. It's not really a secret. Everyone knows we've been working on a new album for like (laughs) a long time. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, yeah, this album, like writing this album started like two and a half years ago, probably like maybe a couple months after sleep was released. Writing this out. Well, funny enough, I should little, like little inside into like the band. I should was like, we wrote that song probably like a little bit after the album like a month two months right after we just did sleep mm-hmm. we might have even wrote it like as we were in the process of like let's get ready to play shows for sleep like stuff yeah, like that i just remember like we put out because graham you know something i really respect about graham is that he's just always moving forward um and so it's like we put out sleep and it, and it went well and, you know, like, I feel like any other band, you'd be like, okay, we put out this album, you know, DIY release, but people are liking it. Let's play like a couple months of shows just playing these songs. And then I should, it was like, we released Sleep in like, what, April? Yeah. And like in, I'm pretty sure the end of May, we were already playing new music at shows. Like we were playing I Should. Uh, there was a couple other songs. I don't know if they ended up on this album, but we were already playing like. Oh, Yeah. Mm. What what was kind of like I'm only gonna call it this on on the podcast, but what was kind of like indie song like yeah. that one? Mm-hmm. Yeah, it was those two. It was I should an indie song. Which well, is- yeah, and then that six minute like anthem that we had. <laughs> <laughs> Did that keep things fresh for you while you were doing these shows? I think you yeah, up to especially like when you're playing on like a show a weekend or three shows a month or something and not a super wide like geographical area you get new people that are coming to see you but you also get a lot of people that come that are just like always coming to see your band or like you and the bands you're playing with like in your scene or whatever and it's yeah. like i think you kind of need to move at a faster pace because it's not like you're on a tour and people in whatever city see you 
once a year, twice a year or something like it's all the freaking time. And yeah. so I think you kind of have to move fast doing that. You don't want to be, ever be in front of somebody and go, okay, we're going to play you the same show that you saw last week again. Exactly. And again and again and some again. Some people yeah. love it. <laughs> There's some do, some but, people yeah. that are like, do it. I want to hear the same songs I heard last time. <laughs> yeah. And I feel like definitely like as we've, you know, grown as a band and we're playing, you know, to, to more varied audiences, especially after this pandemic's over and we plan on touring around. It's like, we, we've kind of slowed down as far as we've been writing plenty of songs, obviously, but as far as incorporating them into the set, I think off this new album, the only song we've really played, I should, obviously we would play a lot live and maybe over, over, over. we played like once or twice. Mm. Yeah. And we played like, wow, we played the first song like twice. I like, think. Yeah, so it's like, you know, it, it's been kind of nice. Like, a lot of the songs on Sleep, when we released that, we had been playing a lot of them, you know, live. I haven't had the opportunity to see you guys play live, but I've seen some videos of you guys, and your records seem to capture a very authentic version of your live show. You, it seems like you're really kind of going for the same energy. What I hear is what I get when I go see you live. Is that purposeful? Um, maybe. <laughs> I, 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 <laughs> I mean, I, I think we just, I don't know. I, I, I just know for live shows, I'm just trying to go as hard, if not even more. I just, I literally just want to make the most like sonically just like crazy thing for you to experience at a live show or something. Yeah. yeah. I, I think, I mean, I can't speak for sleep because I think a lot of the rawness of sleep, our previous album was just because we recorded it like super DIY in a garage and Sam was doing the best that he could in that like situation. So it yeah. ends up being really raw. But I remember we had a conversation for this new album because we were recording it like we recorded drums and like some guitars and vocals at a recording studio. And then a lot of stuff was still in the garage. And we were having this conversation of like how we want the album to sound. And we kind of agreed on like, we want it to be the most like polished, good version of our live show, basically like of our live sound. We didn't want it to be like overproduced. We didn't want it to sound like, here's what the album sounds like. And then, it, you know, there's a lot of bands that are like the album yep. and the live show is like totally different. Yep. So we wanted to kind of bridge the gap as much as possible. I'm so glad that we've got an album at some point to look forward to. I know that our Joy Sounds listeners are going to keep an eye out for that. Have you had a chance to sort of even look beyond that? What do you guys see down the line? What would you like to accomplish? Man, I just want to tour as much as possible. That is all I want to do. <laughs> I, I say this like constantly to these guys. Like I will literally just call like Sam or Gray and, no reason just be like i just want a tour right now and they're like yeah we will and i'm like ah <laughs> i think i yeah i that's that's the biggest hope that i have i can definitely see that again with your emphasis on the live shows how you present yourself as a band you're meant to be on the road this is what you guys are built for yeah mm -hmm. yeah i mean i don't know about these guys i definitely want to make like a bunch of money you know <laughs> <laughs> <Lots of people. laughs> Uh, get playing in like Nike ads. Yeah, man. Big mansion. I think that's solid to say out loud. Go ahead. Grant, Absolutely. The, Grant is that's the most hard, like Grant is the most against any type of like anything like that. Oh, I see. So Grant this was... is a fucking rebel, dude. <laughs> you know me, classical percussionist rebel Grant. Grant heard like the I think I hit like just slightly a wrong note and Grant heard like the slightest bit of like auto tune and he was like fuck 
He was like, we're going to be overproduced. Yeah, that was a big argument. Yeah. Are those the types of things that creates a little bit of friction in the band? Are those little moments? 100%. It's never anything big. It's never like, should we or shouldn't we release this song? It's always like, God damn it. If you put any bit of pitch correction on this album, I will walk out the door. <laughs> I do. I, I do. Going back to that, I, that did just hit me. I do think that is like one of the best things about being in this band is that we can argue about a song forever, days, weeks, like, and we always know, like, once it hits that point of like, okay, we're just, we all agree we're not going to release this. And, or we all know that exact moment when we're like, yeah, this is the song. Like, we all know this is the song. I think very rarely, if not like never, I don't think there's ever been a moment where right after we wrote a song and we had it, like one of us was like, I don't like this song at all. You know, it sounds like the band dynamic allows for everybody to come to the table with their principles with their values, and it's part of the conversation. I think that's really important. That's probably what gives the direction to the band, right? Yeah, I, I agree. Outstanding. <laughs> well, <laughs> Sam, Grant, and Graham, it has been a pleasure to get a chance to meet you guys. Thank you so much for doing this. Thank you so much. Yeah, definitely. Thank, you, uh, thank you. Before you go, we want to hear one more tune from you and the the song that you guys have queued up for us now is over and over so tell me a little bit about this one i love this song so much <clears throat> this was actually we were struggling for a while we had like a whole album and i was committed to like 12 tracks we just kept struggling to find something and i went through my voice memos while i was hanging out with sam I found a song from like years ago and it, it, it doesn't even really sound like over and over. It's just like vaguely the first couple of chords to it. Hmm. And I heard that and I paused it cause I heard something in my head and I started playing it. Sam instantly, like literally the first thing that popped into his head was the baseline to that, that song. And we were like, this is awesome. And then we sent it to Grant and that's, it came together it's pretty fast. so quick. All of the last songs that we write for our albums come together so quickly. That's cool. That's great. So Yeah, it was kind of weird. It just like happened. And then, I don't know, we were trying to pick songs for singles. And then we were just like... Uh, okay, so I'll, be, it was I'll give pretty, you a, pretty weird. a taste of the arguments. I personally think this song is fine. I think it's, I think it's good, but it's like How definitely not you. my favorite. I know, Graham's like, I hate you. Uh, but that being said, it's like when they first sent me the demo, I was like, okay, I was driving to work. I was going to teach and I was like drumming it out. And I was like, okay, I can do that. You can do a little music theory. You can do like some hemiolas, you know, like two over three. It'll make it interesting. Cause it was just like the chords that you guys had sent me. So yeah. I was kind of like, you know, I didn't hear the vocal melody on top of it. I was like, what are we going to do? And so I didn't really like it at first, but that it came together very quickly. And then once it had come together, I was like, this works, you know, even if it wasn't necessarily my favorite song on the album, I was like objectively like it, you know what I mean? It's like, that's the song. It works. It's good. Yeah. If that makes any sense. It won Grant over. Yes. All right. Hard thing to do. <laughs> it was a breakthrough. It was a breakthrough moment. I, I love this. Well, Graham, Sam, Grant, Sad Park, it has been great to get a chance to talk with you and I wish to see you guys on the road soon. 
Hopefully. Yeah, indeed. Yeah. We wish you nothing but the best. But to wrap up this episode, this is Sad Park with Over and Over on Joy Sounds. I know I'll always be there Over and over again I with the whimper and I can't stick with you Cause nothing will ever get changed I'd like that I always knew I know now I'll be there too Be sure to subscribe and follow Joy Sounds wherever you listen to podcasts. Also, follow us on all social media platforms using the handle at Joy Sounds Music. Are you an artist who would like to be on the show? Visit the contact page of our website at joysoundsmusic.com for more information. Until next time, this is Joy Sounds, music you need to know. 